the While You Are Single podcast. O.J. Tokes' new, revised, and updated book, While You Are Single, A Guide to Finding and Keeping the Right Mate for Your Life, is now available. For more details about the book, please visit whileyouaresingle.org. Meanwhile, enjoy the podcast. Here is O.J. Tokes. Hello again and welcome to another edition of the While You Are Single podcast. I hope the podcast has been a blessing to you. And if it has, I hope you have been sharing with your friends as well. I also want to thank you for giving to While You Are Single. We appreciate your contribution to the ministry. It enables us to have our While You Are Single gathering. If you're listening and you feel like you want to contribute to While You Are Single, we greatly appreciate your contribution to us. You can always go to our website, whileyouaresingle.org. And click on the Given tab and you get more information and more directions in Given to While You're a Single online. Thank you very much for giving to us. We speak 2 Corinthians 9 verse 8 over you that God will make all grace abound toward you so that you have more than enough for yourself and more than enough to continue to give to other worthy endeavors. Thanks again for giving to While You're a Single. Well, if you happen to be in the Houston area on August the 19th, We'd like to invite you to join us for a while your single gathering, which will be taking place in Colin Parlor in Houston Baptist University, August the 19th, 8 p.m. We are going to be having part two of frequently asked questions about relationships. We had one of those a few months back, and it was an awesome event, an awesome time. We had a panel of single individuals who have been um, walking by faith for the past few years and just trusting God and just um, sharing from their lives what, you know, um, a lot of single adults deal with and just helping other singles navigate life as Christians while um, trusting God for a mate and things like that. So we encourage you to join us. It's going to be a wonderful time. Um, if you have questions that you would like answered, we encourage you to email those questions to info at whileyouaresingle.org. But um, I encourage you, bring a friend. We're going to have a wonderful time with uh, the panel of single adults who are going to be sharing from their lives and answering your questions. Um, in case you haven't um, been to any of those gatherings or um, you never heard of what went on in our first Frequently Asked Questions About Relationship event, you can check our archives in the podcast and look for Frequently Asked Questions About Relationships and listen to what was discussed during those sessions. So hopefully you can join us for that. It's going to be wonderful. So Without further ado, here is part two of Who Stole My Fruit? All right, we're talking about fruitful relationships. And everything everyone has shared has been very good, and thank you for sharing that. In addition to everything that everyone has said tonight, I'm going to be addressing fruitful relationships from the standpoint of the parable of the sower. How many of you know the story of the parable of the sower? So we're going to look at that story and just draw from that and apply it toward relationships. The parable of the sower is a very powerful story. In fact, it's so powerful that it was presented three times in Scripture. There are three accounts of the parable of the sower, and that often suggests that this is something very, very important for us to know. This story is found in Mark chapter 4, I believe, verses 3 to 20. Matthew chapter 13, verses 3 to 23, as well as Luke chapter 8, verses 4 to 15. So for the benefit of those that are writing, you might hear me 
repeat scriptures over and over again so that you can catch up. And, you know, in case you're writing again, it's Mark chapter 4, 3 to 20, Matthew chapter 13, verses 3 to 23, as well as Luke chapter 8, verses 4 to 15. So basically, Jesus told this parable. He said, so I went out to sow. I'm given a paraphrased overview of the story. And so I went out to sow. Some seed fell by the wayside. Some translations say some fell by the road or fell by the path. And the birds came and ate it up. Some fell on the rocky ground. And because the ground didn't have depth of earth, it, had, it didn't have a lot of soil, the seed sprung up quickly. And because it didn't have enough soil, it wasn't rooted. When the sun came up, it got scorched and it withered away because it had no root. Then some fell among thorns and the thorns grew up with it and choked it. So it became unfruitful. Then finally, some fell on good soil or good ground and bore fruit, some 30-fold, some 60-fold, some 100-fold. So Jesus gave this parable. Then he explained what the parable meant. He said, the seed in Mark, the seed represents the word. Matthew said it represents the word of the kingdom. Luke said the word of God. Bottom line, it represents God's word. Okay, that's what the seed represents. Then Jesus explained that those that fell by the wayside or by the path or by the road are those that when they hear the word immediately, everybody say immediately, immediately. Satan comes and steals the word. Those that fell on shallow ground or rocky ground where they didn't have a lot of soil, they are those that hear the word and receive it gladly. But when persecution comes because of the word, they're not able to endure and they fall away. Okay? Then Jesus said, those that fell among thorns are those that let the cares of this world, the deceitfulness of riches, and the care for other things, the desire for other things, they come in and choke the word and it becomes unfruitful. And finally, those that fell on good ground are those that hear it, accept it, and bear fruit. Okay, so let's kind of slice and dice this thing down and apply it to fruitful relationships, okay? First and foremost, the seed represents the word, okay? So it, it's pretty much applicable to all area of lives, depending on where you want to apply the word to, your, to, your, to our lives. Everybody knows the word of God is applicable to every area of our lives, okay? But for the purpose of what we're talking tonight, I want us to think of the word as a word pertaining to a relationship, okay? God gave you and I a word, okay? While we're dealing with relationships tonight, obviously this is applicable to all areas. So on the one hand, I want you guys to think of it from the perspective of a relationship. On the other hand, Whatever else you guys are dealing with personally, you can apply this to that situation, whatever God says about your situation, okay? So, for example, the Bible says in, I believe it's Psalm 37, verse 4, 
delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Okay, that's a word from God. Delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. So there's a word from God and a desire of your heart perhaps is to get married. So you delight in the Lord so that he can grant you the desire of your heart. In this case, you want to get married. So that's a word from God. But unfortunately, it's not working. It's not, it hasn't been fruitful. So I want to, again, from that perspective, God has given you a word pertaining to a relationship and it's not working. So this story gives us an overview of why, in a lot of cases, why relationships are not fruitful. So number one, a couple of things. Apparently this seed was sown four times. The way Jesus presented it gives us the impression this guy sold four times, okay? Four times. And the only time where the relationship was not fruitful, or let me put it this way, 25% of why relationships are not fruitful is because of the devil. Because the devil is only mentioned once. Out of the four times, the devil is only mentioned in one of the reasons why it didn't work. Which suggests that 75% of the time, the, the reasons why relationships don't work or become fruitful has to do with us. Okay? This guy went out to sow. And not only is the devil mentioned only in the first case, I like to see this story as uh, a progression. As the different levels we have to break or ascend to get into a fruitful relationship. Therefore, level number one is by the wayside. The lowest level, and that's where the enemy is. The lowest level where the sea fell on the wayside and the birds of the air, which represents the enemy, steals it. That's the lowest level. If you can overcome that level where you don't let the enemy steal a word, then you get to the next level. The next level is the level of not being rooted because of immaturity, <laughs> per se. You know, a person is not able to have a, a fruitful relationship. No root. Then the third level is someone who lets the cares of this world, the deceitfulness of riches, and the desire for other things hold them back from having a fruitful relationship. But if you can overcome all three levels and get to the fourth level, then you can have a successful relationship. And even when the relationship is successful, it's different for different people. Because it says some 30, some 60, some 100. Okay, but let's kind of slice and dice this thing even more. Mark story, Jesus explained that for the person where the seed fell by the wayside represents a person who hears the word and immediately the devil steals it. That's what Mark says. Luke says the same thing. Immediately the devil steals it. Therefore, it gives you the impression that the devil can just come anytime when God gives you a word. In this case, a word pertaining to a relationship. If we don't know any better, we have the impression that the devil can just come and steal the word from you. But that's not the case. That's why we're looking at these stories. The great thing about looking at all the stories is you, you, you get to connect the dots and fill in any vital information you might be missing. In Matthew's version, Jesus said, the person where the seed falls by the wayside is the person where when they hear the word, and do not understand it. 
then the devil comes and steals it. So ladies and gentlemen, rest assured that if you understand the word that God gives you pertaining to a relationship or any other thing, you can rest assured that the devil cannot steal it. Okay? In Matthew's version, the person where the seed fell by the wayside and any bear fruit is the person who allows the devil to steal it because they did not understand it. The question is, why didn't they understand? Now, if you read Matthew's version, Matthew goes on to talk about how the disciples came to Jesus privately and said, hey, why are you speaking to us? How come you're speaking to other people in parables and not to us? And Jesus said to you, it has been given to know the wisdom of the kingdom of the, to know the mystery of the kingdom of God. But to them, it has not been given because their hearts are hard. They've closed their eyes. They have eyes, but they can't see. They have ears, they can't hear. Their hearts are hardened. Therefore, they do not understand. So it lets us know that the reason these people don't understand is because they're closed off. So really, the person that doesn't understand is more because they are closed off. They did not receive. They did not accept the word. And because they didn't accept the word, well, obviously, if you don't accept something that God gives you, well, you can't be a fruit with it. Okay? Therefore, earlier I said, apparently, it seems like we are responsible for 75% of what doesn't work out in relationships. Well, apparently it looks like it's 100%. Because if I receive, accept the word that God has given me, the devil can't steal it, so that eliminates the devil's role. Okay? But it goes further. In Luke's version, Luke said something that Mark and Matthew didn't say. Mark and Matthew said, when the seed fell by the wayside, birds immediately came and ate it up. But Luke said something different. He said, when the seed fell by the wayside, it was trampled on. Then the birds came and ate it up. It just blew my mind. I was like, wow. It reminds me of Matthew. I think it's 7 verse 6. I'm not sure. Where Jesus said, don't cast your perils before swine lest they trample it under their feet and turn and tear you apart you know why some relationships don't even start because god gives you a word about a relationship and you go tell your friend about it and your friend tramples on it thank you for listening to the podcast we hope you are informed inspired and impacted if you'd like to learn more about O.J. Tokes, his books, blog, music, and his monthly ministry for singles, please visit whileyouaresingle.org. That is whileyouaresingle.org. If you've been blessed by the podcast, we encourage you to please share with your friends. Until next week's podcast, take care and stay blessed.